Hello, and welcome back to the Electric Punch Podcast. As always, I am your host, Logan Grigsby. And I believe this is our 20th episode, so hell yeah to that. Been working hard. Uh, we're about at six months. We've missed an episode here or there, but hope, hopefully we're going to be at 26 episodes soon, half a year. So I hope we're going to have an extra special show for you today. So for the usual n- announcements, screw the, di- go, f- screw the government. Your local fentanyl dealer is trash. Your corrupt-ass war in Ukraine is BS. Screw you, Putin. Drink more water, love and look out for each other, and be safe out there, my friends. So with that, I would like to welcome tonight's guest. From running Isle 4's opening show, to working Dance Fest, from House United at Maud, to Tribal Roots Warehouse in Wichita, I am absolutely honored to welcome Mr. Mike Ho. Hey, thank you for having me. Um, first off, thank you for taking the time to come on. So my first question would be, if aliens landed on Earth, who would you want to send as the representative for, to talk to them? Who do you want to be? Yeah. Who do you want to be the ambassador? Anyone in the world? Anyone in the world. Hmm. Oof. Uh, man, I have like a, a loaded kind of question. Uh, <laughs> I guess, uh. I guess Elon Musk would be kind of my realistic yeah, answer. Scientific, he already is in fun. space. Uh, mm-hmm. But my, um, one of my more fun answers would be, I guess, Joe Rogan. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Seth Rogan. Seth, Seth Rogan, Rogan would be good, be good. Rogan or be good. Um, Jack Black. Ooh. Jack Black would be a good yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, so are you originally from Kansas City, or where have you lived all your life? Um, so I, uh, I was actually born uh, in Louisiana, mm-hmm. and then uh, I was adopted, and my adopted dad was from Hawaii, and we Ooh, moved back to badass. Hawaii. Oh, yeah. And uh, we lived in Hawaii for a couple of years, and then uh, we moved to Kansas City, and I've been here since. Rip. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how does the music scene compare from out there to out here? So when I moved there, I was Mm -hmm. actually pretty young. Pretty young. So can't can't talk. I I was raised in Kansas City. Absolutely. Um, But that being said, uh, I've been back, and Mm -hmm. um, I definitely kind of asked about the scene there, Mm -hmm. and it's way smaller, uh, as you can imagine, in Hawaii, especially. there's not a lot of talent that necessarily goes mm-hmm. through there and or mm-hmm. actually um, can creation. afford to live there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just very different, a little more mainstream. But that being mm-hmm. said, uh, the island life is just completely different. Oh, mindset, absolutely. So. so why don't you tell me a little bit about your musical background? You come from a music musical family and when and why did you first pick up an instrument? Um, so I, I wouldn't say a musical family, uh, I'm adopted, but that being Mm -hmm. said, my uh, mom was an actress, so Mm -hmm. she, she always got me into plays and musicals and that kind of got me stage presence, Mm -hmm. but I've always been huge into music in general. I uh, play guitar and bass and I was, uh, in a couple bands for like six years or so. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, after college or after high school and all that, I kind of was thinking like me, I didn't want music to ever be a kind of like work yeah, mindset absolutely. so i kind of went away but then i went to my first festival and then i realized like man this is what i love so i mm-hmm. just started doing my thing and then people kind of pushed me to get myself out there i, I never really wanted it to be a full-on mm-hmm. takeover but it's been a blessing so far so absolutely so what are your views on ghosts vibes zodiac signs aliens and bigfoot Ooh, i mean i believe in all of it uh whether or not mm-hmm. it's in this universe or a parallel universe mm-hmm. or whatnot, um, I do believe in spirits for sure and energy and zodiac signs. To be honest, uh, I, mm-hmm. I mean, like a, a lot of people, I'm sure, uh, mm-hmm. you know, very. I was confused when I was like growing up of just like my orientation because I was adopted and I was raised by a white uh, German woman and I'm mm-hmm. uh, Vietnamese and Hawaiian, so. I don't know. I was always kind of mm-hmm. confused, but then when I kind of got into my cultural background and my zodiac kind of signs, it kind of like helped me kind of just perceive of how I slightly am. I should say, you know, I don't think it uh, fully takes over who I am, but absolutely, it absolutely. definitely characteristics and so. Stuff. If you don't mind me asking, what is your zodiac sign and how old are you? And do you think zodiac signs affect the type of music people make, or if people are gonna be that creative? I I definitely think so. I don't know if it necessarily depicts on the genre of music, mm-hmm. but I definitely think of the passion for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Justin Bieber is exactly the same birth date as me, which is March 1st, and mm-hmm. I'm 28, so he's 28. 
Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I would say that, like, obviously, I'm, I don't like his music, but he definitely. Bro, Baby <laughs> was the ultimate banger. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. No, and that, that, was, a, that was a very. I mean, he makes bangers. Like, I, can't, I can't lie. I, mm-hmm. I, love, I love a lot of his music. Uh, but that being said, like, Yeti, uh, his birthday's March 3rd, I believe. Mm hmm. And that's a way and cooler person to share a birthday with when I was about to say, uh, Yeti's a huge inspiration for me, mm-hmm. um, and I still love his music and kind of that weird, like, kind of glitchiness of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm Pisces, by the Pisces. way. I don't know if I said that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much a Pisces. Very <laughs> emotional. <laughs> so why don't you tell me a bit about the first show that you ever played? Ooh. Okay, so played as in, like, the first official gig, not just, like, a house party. Yeah, 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 yeah. first official um, gig. Man, I think that was gonna. That has to be uh, because I'm not gonna count uh, kind of like the bar shows mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Cause yeah, no, that's I still feel kind that. of like ambiance. Uh, the first show that I played with like a big artist was Angelic Groot, um, 2019 into 2020 or yeah, 2020. Oh hell yeah! Um, yeah, that was a really really good show and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Angelic Groot's awesome. Oh. So, <laughs> so what show do you think you're most proud proud of being a part of? Ooh, um. Oh man, uh, I guess to be honest, the one I'm most proud to be a part of does that include festivals? I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just the, anything that you're most proud of putting your fingers on. It's it's weird you say that because uh, I feel like just on, for different reasons at different levels, mm-hmm. I would choose different. I guess it doesn't uh, even have to be music if you just help helped with that with the show. Oh, with it, yeah, yeah. You could even do something like that. Um, Reconnection Festival, I like a lot. I've oh, uh, been a part of uh, and helped with their mm-hmm. their staff and everything, but also they had me out. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get to play this past year because of the rain. Yeah. But um, I would say also, to be honest, the Sub Doctor show, uh, High Tech had me out at. Um, oh, that was really, that really was good. good show. That yeah, was a good show. That was a really good show. It was just really good vibes, and everyone mm-hmm. was had a great time. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that music, that your music has a particular sound, and how would you describe it to someone who wasn't quite an expert in EDM? Um, so, for me, personally, because I DJ, uh, mm-hmm. I love to bounce around genres. Absolutely. Uh, I, I love to flex that. As obviously, you know, so it sounds good Having together. Having that flexibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that being said too, I guess what I like to play mostly nowadays, and especially if like they're letting me do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely kind of, I guess, mm, experimental for sure, but sometime lo-fi and trap kind of combined. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I love like lab group sound, uh, and like of the trees, mm-hmm. but I do love to get a little spicy cause of the low temp boys and all that. So I like to, who <laughs> <laughs> the low temp boys. <laughs> okay. So you just played a production company's first show, aisle four, correct? Yes. How, how was that? How was that helping somebody with their first show ever, a production company with their first show ever? Was there any nervousness? What was that like? How was the experience? In my opinion, top tier show. I loved it. And I felt the production value was great. I had a fantastic time. How, but yeah, how, how was it? Tell me about it. Oh yeah, no, I was going to say it was a really good show. Um, there, there's a lot of companies out here uh, that mm-hmm. are trying to do the thing and everyone's doing it right. But um, they, they did it like for the first time, I guess in a while, it, it felt very communal. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't just a ton of just random people coming from a club or Absolutely. whatever it may be just to like check it out. It was like, if you were there, you were there because yeah. of, you know, the people that were playing and it, it, it was just a nice feeling for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and it was yeah, ran really smoothly mm-hmm. um, the production was good the sound was good and i was really uh mm-hmm. i was really impressed mm-hmm. so what is kind of is there any big differences between saying doing that show in a veteran cup company like tribal roots or zooks or high tech um i mean like you said i mean that was their first show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that but uh all these other places uh they or the veteran show, I should say, you know, they have, they have an in on a very good spot mm-hmm. or a very good venue or really good sound or all the above, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I know I, I talked to Kevin personally and he mm-hmm. said that like, it was more not last minute, but, uh, they, they weren't like looking for a spot, but it kind of just got fell, a, fell into fell place. In their lap and they were like, why not? Let's do this and have a, you know, a local producer mm-hmm. headline it. And, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, just nothing but 
but good yeah, good vibes I, from it I, and... exactly i cannot say enough good yeah. things it really did feel like a nice good intimate show mm-hmm. i th- i loved i think kevin did a really good job with security and keeping yes. the vibes right so hats off to them hats yes. off to them um so you must choose to live in a different world be it a video game movie <laughs> etc what do you think you want to do Ooh, see, I'm a big gamer and yeah. movie enthusiast. Okay, uh, let's let's you can pick one of both. You can pick okay, a movie, one, one pick a, yeah, okay, pick cool, movie cool. and a video. Uh, that, uh, so movie, man, Interstellar. Yeah, yeah, that's just the first one that comes to mind. Obviously, I could probably go through so many because mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we're mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings, the Game of Thrones are just out too. So like that would also see, be World of Warcraft's gonna be my video. I was about game. to say, see, and that, gonna uh, be my video it'd be game. very close. It'd, it'd be space or fantasy for yeah. sure. I guess for that reason. See, I love. I'm more usually more of a futuristic. I like Fallout more, and I like Skyrim. So, but gotcha. I don't know if I want to live in a post-apocalyptic wasteland compared to a place where I can have magic. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, see, <laughs> I was. Oh, that's a big one too. I guess those three for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, uh, favorite pizza topping. Uh, like pizza in general, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like the whole pizza. Yeah. To be honest, uh, not to be like just because I'm Hawaiian, but Hawaiian. Yeah, I love Hawaiian Canadian pizza. bacon and okay. pineapple, or bacon okay. and pineapple is really good. Okay, is there any irrational things that make you incredibly angry, annoyed for like no reason, like people chewing with their mouth open or something like that? Um, not necessarily. I'm pretty laid back. Uh, I guess. To be honest, I guess just being um, like overly mean, I guess, mm-hmm. like out of nowhere, uh, stuff like that, I mm-hmm. guess, just doesn't like rub me the right way. But Absolutely. people's actions necessarily don't necessarily bother, bother me at all. Bipolar but, yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just want to snap and kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> so you work with the Chaos Collective, correct? Yes. What, how, how is that? What is it like working with a team and a label? What, what, what is that kind of, what is, what is that like? Um, what are some of the pros and cons? It's good. Um, it's, they're just really helping uh, promote just like uh, the local mm-hmm. um, D, uh, DJs and producers and stuff. Um, I personally, again, uh, just because I, I've come into the scene and stuff, just so open to just work and play for anyone and, any, you know, anyone, as, as long as it's, you know, proper and whatnot. Um, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's good. I, I like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a media person at all, so it kind of mm-hmm. does help uh, get shows that I'm going to be playing out more because I do get a lot of, uh, comments from people that like to come see me. Like they don't mm-hmm. see me enough post about my events and I know I need to work on that. So, uh, mm-hmm. having any company and, or, um, anyone just interested social in helping me with helping that, you, social yeah. media management, I, 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 I get that. I don't get Twitter. I wish yeah. I got Twitter. I don't get Twitter I don't either. Get Twitter. I, don't, I have I one. I don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> I have, yeah. I have my friends using my Twitter for me. Cause I have I have no clue. I got yeah. Facebook. I can post pictures on the gram, but yeah. Well, and I was gonna say the gram. I don't even like. Mm-hmm. I, I like it, but it doesn't necessarily mean I just like you know mm-hmm. use it to my benefit. I guess, it, mm-hmm. and I know I need you know it's it's just part mm-hmm. of the business. But so again, uh, yeah, it's it's nice to just yeah have anyone or a bit or a company that wants to help me do that. I guess so. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, do you ever get nervous? Oh. Uh, like at show, like uh, before my sets and stuff. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess not like every everyone, but definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always thinking and changing my game plan or reading the crowd and seeing what they really are vibing to mm-hmm. before me or what's going to be playing after me. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely get nervous. I think uh, once you start not getting nervous, that's when you know you either need to push yourself to become better or mm-hmm. you know try you know do something different to, yeah you know make exactly. your set more you, you know pleasing but yeah exactly don't get too comfortable so yeah. how do you deal with those anxiety and pre-show jitters oh definitely uh, <laughs> a drink or two for sure and a couple cigarettes uh but no classic, uh all reliable yeah yeah uh, but no uh i don't know um I, again, because of my mom, to be honest, and having her uh, be in her uh, shows and mm-hmm. musicals and all that, and then kind of getting me into that world in middle school and whatnot, um, it kind of like, you know, those experiences were really terrifying. So mm-hmm. I guess like this is like something I love, mm-hmm. you know, completely. And again, I guess being in bands too, I was, you know, I've been on stage. Absolutely. So, um, 
even though I do get nervous, uh, I guess I embrace it more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever uh, felt starstruck meeting an artist before? Oh yeah, all the all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I've I've seen and been by Tyler uh, of the Trees multiple times, mm-hmm. and have had multiple occasions where I could be like, "Hey, what's up?" or whatever. But yeah, no, I yeah. I get starstruck. And then there's some artists um, that I've met more naturally, mm-hmm. and um, uh, like Mitham and uh, like Dexter and stuff like that, um, where I, I I still talk to them and have their numbers and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm completely fine. But and I still like respect their work so much. But uh, yeah, there's a couple up there mm-hmm. that I'm just like, it's not. <laughs> you know, I get in my head and I'm like, it's not worth their time to say hi. <laughs> So the day of the day of a show, what does that look like for you? Do you have any pre-show rituals? Uh, <laughs> so when I first started, I mean, I used to get like a bottle of tequila, mm-hmm. uh, just because I, I love tequila. But any, um, any specific brand or ooh, um, no, no specific brands. Uh, I love all tequila, but I, I, I don't. Uh, I, that was like very, very early tequila on. I, I didn't. Tequila. I can't afford to do that every time. Slash. Yeah. Uh, I um I I may still take a couple of shots, but I like to be uh, completely present mm-hmm. because I like to be able to, um I guess like remember everything uh, that happens that night because it's special. You know, every mm-hmm. every show is special to me. And, Absolutely. Uh, but for ritual wise, I mean, yeah, no, I, I like to get a good meal right before. I guess mm-hmm. that's that's probably the only good one. Smart. And st- Smart. Keep keep my whole day open before that too, mm-hmm. just so I can relax. Uh, relax. Prepare yourself yeah. mentally. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is your theory on Bigfoot? Escape gorilla, mysterious cryptid, crazy rednecks in costumes, interdimensional beings. Do you think he's friends with the Mothman? Ooh, so we're saying the Mothman's real then? Oh <laughs> um, no, uh, I would say he's. I don't even know. I would if if he if he's real, then I feel like he has to be somewhat human, and more so than that, I think he has to have a cult, like you know, yeah. a somewhat of a family and or people around him so then i so i guess he's like us but just uh, like a genetically different i think what happens is every so often a gorilla escapes from the circus (laughs) or from the zoo and all of a sudden you're not gonna see expect to see a fucking gorilla in the pacific northwest people will see an escaped gorilla and automatically they're gonna be like okay well that's not a gorilla that's bigfoot i think people's minds want to be a little bit more crazy than they are and that's why they don't really just find them because it's pretty rare for gorillas is to escape well now you say that i wonder if uh if there's ever been any like real number of cases of like gorillas being found mm-hmm. you know in america mm-hmm. if that makes sense just mm-hmm. like quote unquote escaped, wild escaped and or escaped yeah, yeah i wonder what the number is on that in general for so the I, last i don't not trust years. those circuses you telling yeah. me those ringling brothers didn't lose a single gorilla yeah Dow. no absolutely yeah and it, like you said, yeah, that would. That, I'm, I'm interested. I would love to look that mm-hmm. up now. <laughs> okay, so say after this interview, you go and buy a lottery ticket, and you win thirty million dollars. What's the first thing you think you're going to go and do? I've uh, always had a dream um, of, uh, which a lot of people, I'm sure too, of opening up just a venue in her place. So I'd probably, yeah, <laughs> look at at the market here, Casey, which I know is like mm-hmm. high, and yeah, probably. Drop it on a nice place and or building and renovate that. And then, uh, yeah, get okay. get everyone involved and going. Okay. So what does your family think of your music aspirations? Oh, my family loves it. Uh, again, my mom is um, mm-hmm. an artist in general. So she, you know, she... <laughs> She definitely gets on me for, you know, other struggles in life and whatever, but she's like, you know, Absolutely. you're doing, she sees what that I'm doing doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But she sees that I love it and, um, you know, knows that I love doing it. So she's a supportive and my dad is supportive too. But again, you know, as long as I'm good on everything else aspects in life, then, uh, you know, that's all that matters. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you could instantly master any instrument, what would you want to master? piano definitely piano piano, yeah um again i know how to play guitar and bass and i Mm -hmm. do know some piano but um i know if i really dug into it slash got as good as like some of the professionals let's say um for obvious reasons too for production wise that's you know then you can literally just Mm -hmm. it's it's so so like fast i guess that makes everything so much faster i guess Mm -hmm. but um, that and I guess like reading music. I, I just still don't know how to read yeah. music. No, um, I, I, was all I self-taught. agree completely. I've always kind of said the piano because if I could 
read music and know the piano. Know I would exactly know exactly what's keys. going on. Yeah. yeah. Then I'd be like super mm-hmm. massive. But because I'm such a hands-on learner, it's like I only know one aspect of piano, mm-hmm. not the whole the rainbow. The whole spectrum. Yeah. So if you could throw a charity or benefit concert for any charitable cause, any, anything that you believe in, what do you think you would be choosing and why? Ooh. Um... So I'm not very educated on like all of them, I guess, mm-hmm. but I guess in a gen- I'm sure there's like, there'll be one that I'm about to say that's generally the case, but, uh, um, uh, foster care and, mm-hmm. or like, you know, kids that don't have, uh, families or uh, parents or anything Absolutely. like that. Um, I'm adopted. So I'm always grateful that, mm-hmm. you know, I had a good very family. good family to go to and, um, I know there's a lot of kids that are, you know, yeah, just kids that I don't have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I know that whole process is rough in general, mm-hmm. not only that, but to then grow up and also, you know, think for yourself and whatnot. So could not, could not agree more could yeah. not agree more. So what is it that inspires you? Um, what inspires me, I guess, is the talent. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I played guitar and bass, and uh, one of the things I loved about it was just how humble I was, because, like, you know, I, I would never think that I was good, just because there's mm-hmm. just so many ways to be good, I guess, at whatever you're trying Absolutely. to do. And so, uh, so I feel subjective. like it's so subjective, and there's something new coming out each day, too, but not only that, but then there's, you know, psychopaths that are, like, super talented at that one thing or whatnot, and... So I guess what inspires me is, yeah, just the the overall creation uh, aspect of it all and uh, never being not amazed. I, I love mm-hmm. all genres of music, and um, I don't think I ever will stop because, again, it's never going to be just the same and or, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I just love all music. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so when you make music, are you making it for yourself or for your audience? Definitely for my audience. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I'm definitely a crowd pleaser. Um, I, I don't know. It's like I definitely play for myself as well. That being said, I guess, and that's how I got like started. I, I mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at or get to play where I where I play or for um without uh all the support and and like people that like come to see me and stuff that like what I do. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, yeah, I definitely play for them. Absolutely. <laughs> So besides music, what do you like to do in your free time? I know you like to say you're a gamer. What kind of video games do you play? What, yeah, what else do you like to do in your free time? Um, yeah, video games uh, mm-hmm. are a big aspect at night. That's for sure. Uh, we've been playing a lot of them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most recent one, I, I really like uh, kind of group games. Uh, Absolutely. They kind of ran off for a bit, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, but I think they're coming, coming back, back now. They absolutely uh, are. The I just played. Oh. So I good. want to get, I want so that. Good. I yeah. want that. Um, I've uh, played it like three times now because, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many ways that you can do end it. and yeah. play the game. I've played until dawn. I know yeah. same people. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's just really good. I'm excited for more games like that because it's also like a movie, mm-hmm. but then it keeps everyone in the room interactive, interactive and, and everybody can play it. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any weird or strange skills? Uh, weird or strange skills uh can you juggle can you lick your elbow <laughs> unicycle uh i can't unicycle uh i don't know if any of these things are like weird i guess that's what i'm trying to think mm-hmm. um not not that i can think of i guess because mm-hmm. everything i'm gonna say is pretty normal like i I, yeah like i I know how to like i used to skateboard i like to longboard nowadays yeah that Um, is pretty normal you know what i mean like i like fishing like yeah yeah yeah. i don't know about anything too weird (laughs) can you rank the top five priorities in your life right now top five priorities hit you with some hard ones back to back oh yeah um (sighs) financial state that's definitely financial state number one right now um Mental health Mental would be health. the second. Uh, physical health would be third. I need to stop eating. Oh, man. See, and I say that stuff, yeah, but it's like. I don't want to go get a cheeseburger. So forget all that order, but we're at three right yeah. now. Um, uh, relationships and friendships. Mm. Um, dealing with that because uh, I just know so many people nowadays. It's, Absolutely. You know, it's hard to keep up with everyone sometimes. So, um, How do you manage your work-life balance? 
Oh, uh, so I mean, uh, I, 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 I'm so I'm such a sucker for shows slash just mm-hmm. supporting my friends and mm-hmm. just people that I you know care about. And that being said, I'm always out each weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't gone out in a long time to just like go out and like mm-hmm. have a drink or whatever. I, I'm always out to support. Um, and it's it's uh and during the week you know i work and stuff and work on music and then uh i also help and do stagehand work for other people as well so it's just a lot of there's no downtime but that being said uh you know i get a little tired i guess more so than stressed out mm-hmm. um and it's a good tired so Absolutely. but there is times moments where i need to maybe say no or whatnot mm-hmm. and i take those moments so mm-hmm. Are there any uh, musicians who inspire you, and what about them inspires you? Definitely, Yeti would be one for production and just uh, his sound design. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just like like what he's uh, kind of uh, the energy he puts out into the scene. But then also, Liquid Stranger is going to be up there for me too. He's an OG, and not only that, but just like. Um, not to bring up a weird or sore subject, but excision, nonetheless, of what yeah. his aspects of what he does, he still brings a huge table mm-hmm. for the dubstep community to play for his, uh, you know, dubstep festivals. You don't mind and me asking, what is your opinion on the excision dinosaur man versus the bro from Sim Valley beef? <laughs> um, I personally like so. Like, I mean, if if I'm correct, the whole accusations was just about how he. He doesn't produce Yeah, Excision right? has ghostwriters. I feel like at this point in his career and what he's done for the community and just he's the whole fine. genre, he's yeah. fine. Yeah, he, um, he runs Base Canyon, yeah. he runs uh, he's the, Lost Lands, I think there's one in Cancun oh, that he, he does. has a ton, he has a ton, and not only that, but then he does the tours and then he helps out other people and yeah, he's exactly. put on a lot of people. It's not like he's just been... You know, solo dolo and not doing stuff for the community. But not only that, uh, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure that he was probably incorporated and liked the tune, to say the least. Yeah, and or, absolutely. You know, like, you know, they're just friends. I know mm-hmm. they're. it's not like they're enemies and they're like two separate people mm-hmm. that make two completely separate, like, genres of music. And for Space Laces, like... Uh, Let's just say, you know, like he probably wanted to keep his vibe of his late, you know, his name, mm-hmm. you know, like, but he could still make that type of stuff and just help a homie out, you know, like, Absolutely. I don't see anything wrong with it, I guess, when it comes down to Absolutely. it. And also, it's not like Excision's going after every show going, those were all originals. Yeah, this was an original set. He's actually, doing it for his crowd and his community. So uh, last week on uh, we did one where Marshmallow told, I think it was Subtronics, that they couldn't play any of their own songs or mixes or cuts because they wanted to be able to play them themselves because they were headlining. See, well, yeah. I'm not sure. Was it Subtronics? Do you remember, Dylan? <laughs> no, no. I think it was yeah. Subtronics, but I could be wrong there. Yeah. Um, okay, so what do you think the greatest challenge facing musicians today is? Um, I mean, always, I guess, uh, ego, but you know, Mm -hmm. being a musician too is like, you know, having complete faith in yourself. So it's like, it's a hard fight between, you know, being too Mm -hmm. egotistical or, you know, not having enough confidence in yourself. So, um, but beyond that, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, it really just depends on the person, but I I would guess I'd go with the ego, egotistical part, you know, the Mm -hmm. battle between that. Okay. So. What do you think consider you would consider your worst performance, and what did you learn from it? Ooh, um, I would say one of my worst performances, weirdly enough, would be uh, I think it was the Kiva show, mm-hmm. or no, 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 sorry, not the Kiva. No, no, that was a pretty good one. Sorry, I was thinking the lo- the level up show that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only say that because uh, I didn't fully have. Uh, um, so like when I go into a, a set like that, or like you know, headlining for someone big in general, um, I like to like 
a plan is set in general in general mm. just so i can uh, you know that's like my vibe and whatever obviously if the crowd isn't digging it i'll have like you know whatever to like get out of it and just start freestyling but absolutely um that show i specifically remember i only had like a little chunk kind of like that and mm. then the rest of the set i was just freestyling and I, I don't mind freestyling it's fun and it's uh it's a good time especially when you're like with homies and stuff yeah. but mm-hmm. uh it for my experience it uh it means more and it hits a little harder when you have a like a mapped out thing that's like what you want it to sound like and kind of like whatever i'm going through other words like you know that's like what i'm feeling and if people love that mm-hmm. it, you know and they compliment on that it, it means a little more i guess than just if i'm freestyling because i'm going off of what you know they are liking and then mm-hmm. trying to like maybe put in random songs together or whatever you know for the first time maybe and they're just like oh that was sick and you know it's like uh, mm-hmm. well i didn't really i'm glad that it turned out well but <laughs> so um how would you describe a look to a five-year-old Sorry, what was that? How would you describe a quote unquote look to a five year old? Uh, a dirty human being. A dirty human being. <laughs> like a physically dirty human being. Yeah. Um, with dreads, I guess. Yeah. With dreads. With dreads. Which I love dreads, but yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Unfortunately, most of them. <laughs> whether or not they meant to have dreads or if <laughs> or their not, hair just, just started dreading yeah way. yeah so have you ever uh participated in any music competitions or any competitions like just in general kind of like that um yes and no there was one during covid uh mm-hmm. that was like a very small intimate competition of just like producers and djs and the thing is is like i didn't have like any tracks produced to like give out so like i just signed on mix so it's it was just like weird um but uh yeah no i've I've just done one um i don't i don't necessarily like the competitions unless it's like strictly like production per se Mm -hmm. um but even still it's like that's so subjective absolutely you know and um i get that it's just like getting people's music out and you know helping one or two whatever the top three or whatever get get their names out a little more Mm -hmm. but um again i guess with the egotistical part you know i think that can either you know make someone's ego go like worse or Mm. you know hype it up too much let's Mm. say because like they won a competition you know Mm. so do you consider yourself a competitive person uh no um i'm very much uh Mm. like i i I am i guess but when it comes down to it no um i think you know we're we all have the same goals and stuff like that but then again on gaming wise i'm very competitive (laughs) so okay so would you rather work by yourself or as a team? Uh, with a team. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I love uh, having the, control. Have the squad. Yeah, well, the squad and not only that, but, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of stuff that I lack on. Again, media is one, you know, example. I have absolutely tons, you know, dozen more examples that I need help with. and. Uh, as much as I know, like I, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, care about those ex- other things I need to keep be caring about, uh, a team would help. And, um, not only that, I, I just, yeah, I like, mm-hmm. I like having a little team. It, it just helps me. Absolutely. So what do you think is the best piece of advice you have been given through your career? Just, uh, I mean, stay humble, I guess, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, Kendrick yeah <laughs> Kendrick for sure but yeah no just to be humble and um don't rush things I guess Absolutely. that that'd be that'd be another one uh uh you know you can never be going too slow I guess mm. okay so on the average day how many pigeons do you think you can parry a pigeon weighs on average 8.4 to 13 ounces um, how many I could bury in one day? How many you could carry? Oh, carry. carry. Load them up in your hands. How many pigeons do you think you could lug around? Um, how, how, how much, how, like, where am I lugging these two, I guess? Quarter mile. Quarter lot, mile. Quarter okay. mile. Um, I would say maybe like eight, seven, mm, eight. Yeah, because you got to hold on That's to what them. I'm saying. They're going like, to probably be freaking dropping, out. Yeah, without dropping or anything. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are they alive? 
Oh, good question. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. Maybe six. Maybe six or five. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm just kind of scared of birds, Heike. No, <laughs> okay. Is there any conspiracy theories that you absolutely believe beyond any shadow of a doubt? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a couple. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is still a conspiracy the earth theory. Is flat. Oh, no, I not that felt. one. <laughs> um, I, I firmly believe that that COVID was governmentally created and not created necessarily. I don't think it necessarily was created. I think maybe it was an accidental creation or something, mm -hmm. but um, I don't think it was like purposely created. I think that the problem was real, but I think everything after it wasn't, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it was good to be they cautious just... and do some protocol, mm -hmm. but I think literally anything besides what I just said, you know, was they, all They hoopla. just announced a couple of days ago they're going to have a vaccine that is for all of all of the strains, well, so it'll be completely over at that well, that's, point. Well, and they're going to, oh, at that yeah. point, until yeah. another thing comes up. I know monkey, yeah. monkey well, pox, yeah, is, monkey is, pox is, is a thing right thing. now. And again, I, and I think it's real. Mm -hmm. I think monkey pox is real. But why, why isn't America being all crazy about, about it that. right now? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but yeah, I, I just think it was all a stunt. What, for what reasons? God knows what. There's so many reasons. But we go into, the, you know, the whole election. Not only that, but. Hong Kong, what was going on at Hong Kong that, in the yeah, time. Yeah, the housing market, mm -hmm. Ukraine, just all of it. You know, I think it was just a big old distraction <laughs> and, and money game, unfortunately. But. So. Do you, and what do you sing in the shower? Uh, I don't necessarily sing in the shower, but I mm -hmm. guess well, it just whatever music I'm playing. Um, if, if I am playing music, mm -hmm. uh, I, I nowadays I don't take as long as showers, but before I definitely used to take like, yeah, put on a mix and just yeah, just staying in the shower. <laughs> would you rather have a third ear or a third eye, and where would you put it? Oh man, a third. Oh, well, I want to say I, but now you're saying like an ear. We kind of headphones cool would be difficult though. That's true. Yeah, so a third eye, third eye, and obviously yeah, where your third eye it, is. Yeah. Um. Even though that would like not help really, you know, <laughs> like be an advantage at all. It'd just be a third eye. But I think you'd have a little bit better depth perception. That's for that's sure. That's why Cameron's got like three three cameras now. That's true. Yes. If you could go on tour. In any country for a year, but you couldn't come back to the States, what country would you want to go on tour on? And please don't say a continent, because people keep saying continents. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I would... So, <coughs> without, like, thinking it would be, like, successful, I guess, mm. like, for just pure enjoyment, I would love to uh, go to, like... Japan. That would be no, that would be badass. Um, but I'm not saying they don't don't like that music there. But you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It just I don't think it'd be as crazy. It'd be like very small venue type stuff, which is fine. But like I'd love to go to Japan and like do the I big they stuff. Have that crazy nightclub scene. I definitely, no. I definitely feel you on that. And it's just Tokyo is just one giant yeah. city island. Yeah, and so yeah, that'd be Japan, and then uh, a realist, not realistic, be a more kind of realistic mm. uh, UK. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you could open for any three artists, who would you want to open for? Oh, Yeti. Um, mm -hmm. See, there's some artists that like mm -hmm. I would love to open for, but I just don't think I'm on that like, tier, like if that makes together. sense. Yeah, well, not even go together. I think it would go together, but again, just tier-wise yeah. and, and respect-wise, you know. Even Yeti, I would say, like, I'd be, like, pushing it. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, like, Liquid Stranger, that'd be dope, you know. I'd, to be on the lineup, mm -hmm. I guess, in general, would be dope. It doesn't uh, even have to be, like, your opening. It could say just be at a festival and, and be on, just it. on the lineup. Yeah. No, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, them two, and then for my third one... <laughs> subtronics i guess okay. yeah yeah subtronics yeah he, he was he was big too i mean he still mm -hmm. is for me um i'm just uh more into the underground stuff nowadays and uh kind of the deeper deeper wubs mm -hmm. so what's your preferred daw to use fruity loops ableton 
Uh, Ableton, Ableton. Um, just because I mean that's like the standard. Yeah, but um, I have used Free Loops, but no Ableton for trying sure. Trying to learn Pro Studios myself. Pro, yeah. <laughs> uh, so if it wasn't for music, what do you think you would be focusing your energy on? Uh, probably food. That's what I was doing before music, mm-hmm. and still doing technically. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm a big food guy slash cook. Uh, my actual original plan before uh, my music career kind of started was to open up a food truck. Oh, and, fire. Uh, well, so what kind of food? I don't know about that yet. Uh, at the time, it was like a couple different things, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. Probably Asian cuisine. Okay, cuisine. Hell, hell yeah. But uh, then I, I was wanting to put speakers on it so then I could play music oh, while yeah. people were waiting. But not only that, but then like maybe if they would let me, obviously. Mm-hmm uh drive to like a camp area or do like a oh, renegade or do you know ass. yeah and just do that uh mm-hmm. which is still kind of an idea on the back of my head you know if anything mm-hmm. goes out money wise or the music mm-hmm. doesn't turn out how it how it needs to be or whatnot mm-hmm. so how do you see your sound and your brand evolving in the next five years um so right now uh i love just being i guess uh behind the scenes and working mm-hmm. um to make the events happen i guess more so stagehand work and being more of a technical worker that that way so um music wise i just love you know helping uh bring a vibe right now for for any shows or any you know any aspect Mm -hmm. or event but um i would love to uh evolve my production and make my true sound um Mm -hmm. i think i'll actually probably have another alias for that just Mm because i think my co is such a just again i play like you said i played at a house event and a dubstep mm-hmm. and um reconnections kind of more chill uh so i think i want to keep my co as like a dj alias and then maybe uh um, start a new alias for my actual sound mm-hmm. um but that being said yeah i want to just keep involved with the community and uh just uh learning all the in- ins mm-hmm. and outs and helping everything come together i guess mm-hmm. okay so in those first few seconds, dun 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 dun. Are you hoping for ice ice baby or under pressure? Ooh, under pressure. Under pressure all day. All day. Yeah, yeah. When it's funny you say that because ice ice baby, you know, I thought it was the original, and then I found out that it was really Gino Queen. Yeah, and. I love that song way yeah. more. I was like, why like this remake or whatever? It's so silly, I guess. Like, yeah. Okay. So a nightclub in Australia recently instituted a staring ban. What are your thoughts? A scaring or staring? Staring. Okay. Staring. That's what I thought. You, you said. can get staring. bounced out, kicked out for staring at someone. Um, where are they doing this at? Australia. Australia. Um, and this is like real. Huh. Absolutely. They're going to have a guy in a pink vest that you can go up to and tell, tell him that, that somebody's staring at you. And then they get kicked out or, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. Talk to very Staring without consent, which <laughs> is how do you determine consent for staring? How do you know if, like, you're okay to get stared at or not okay to get scared at? Well, I was about to say, so I guess this person is, like, the guy in the pink is not, like, going up to people being, like, stop staring. They're waiting for someone to yeah, come up to them and be like, waiting for someone to come up and, and give like, them a hey, grievance. This guy, uh, what do I, you said what do I think about it? Yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Do you think that's just too much extra on security? Do you think that's a good idea? I mean, nobody likes getting stared at. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I have social anxiety. If somebody's staring at me, I hate it. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, how do you enforce that? What if you just don't like someone and you want to get them bounced out? That's what I was about to say. Uh, I think there would have to be a lot of clear evidence. But mm-hmm. not only that... Um, Swat, don't worry, I'll watch. I'll stare at them yeah. and I'll see if I can catch <laughs> them staring at you. Yeah. Um, but I guess I'm curious on too, uh, like, I'm thinking about it now. I don't think too many people stare at me, you know, if that makes any sense. I think it's sense. obviously more for fe- a female. A female, female. Per aspect, yeah. So I, there just had to be a lot of evidence towards it. Yeah. And I guess it sucks that <laughs> that's a thing mm-hmm. now. Because, uh, you know, like, I, uh, but then again, like, why would you be staring, <laughs> like, yeah, aggressively? Exactly. So I guess it's, yeah, uh, I hope it works. That's what I think, I guess. I hope it works. <laughs> so what is your death row meal? Oh, uh, man. 
wagyu steak wagyu steak with loaded mashed potatoes or baked potato with some greens i think that's better than whatever i've ever heard i usually go with chicken fried steak but i'm changing my answer (laughs) wagyu wagyu chicken fried steak (laughs) take me to a brazilian steakhouse like i swear i won't do anything Uh, so when you make music, what does that look, look like? Do you lock yourself in your room? Does inspiration just hit you and you just put stuff down on your phone? Um, so, I mean, like, definitely not lock in the room because I, I definitely have to be, like, in the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I was, uh, I guess, that, like, in a, in a, you know, like, memorized by it to be, like, you know, like, right after work or whatever, like, or right when you get home, you know, right to the computer. Um, but I definitely have to be in the mood. But that being said, I, I've known from my process, I like to write stuff down or like I'll put it in my notes and uh, I'm just trying to, you know, kind of mimic what I'm, mm-hmm. you know, was thinking about earlier when I'm ready and mentally ready. Absolutely. So how do you deal with and handle people, com- drunk people coming up and making song requests? Oh, uh, I deal with it pretty good. A lot of mm-hmm. other people don't. Um, I, I, again, you know, I, um, when I first started just DJing and stuff, I would, uh, get a lot of requests and at the time I didn't mind kind of doing the extra work and getting Mm -hmm. what the song they want. Because again, I was just, you know, trying to keep the vibes up and Mm -hmm. whatever. But nowadays, since I play like more specific sets and or, you know, like whatever I want, Mm -hmm. um, I just smile and nod, <laughs> you know, <laughs> smile um, and, wait, and if boys. they ask me after, I'm like, Oh, I forgot oh, my I bad. Forgot my or, bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, no hard feelings on it, mm. but yeah. <laughs> so what is your most treasured possession? Sentimental really. Um, probably my, uh my jewelry uh, i have a, mm-hmm. uh, a couple uh wristbands or like bracelets i should say more so mm-hmm. from uh some close friends and my stepmom and dad and then weirdly enough my mom got me these uh mm-hmm. <laughs> these sweats that are like really trippy but um i've had those for like six seven years now but um kind of just yeah kind of mm-hmm. uh, gifts i guess i got from like my my parents and some close friends those would be like my most prized just because uh, those mean a lot more than, you know, stuff mm-hmm. that I pick out. <laughs> Absolutely. So what do you think is the ultimate form of potato? Is it the French fry? Is it the tater tot? Is it the hash brown? Uh, the damn. baked potato, twice baked potato, the mashed potato. Scalloped potato. Scalloped potatoes. Oh. I don't know, man. That's hard because I'm a big, big potato guy. Oh, absolutely. Um, anything potato, to be honest, and I'll eat. Uh, oh, man. I guess twice baked potato would, mm-hmm. would be nah, it. Fire. I eat, I eat that all. But, man, oh, man, hash browns. Like, oh, my mom makes the mm-hmm. best hash browns. I haven't had them in years, but... I should get some breakfast with my mom <laughs> soon. So, say you're opening a show. What do you do to get provocative? What do you do to get the people going? <laughs> um, I definitely like to, you know, talk to the crowd like beforehand, or you know, mm-hmm. just to uh, get them to be yelling or you know, kind of more awake. Uh, but I really like to play uh, certain throwback songs or uh, hip hop or alternative, you know, mm-hmm. any any of that. Uh, Again, kind of reading the crowd beforehand or or how they're going to be mm-hmm. kind of helps with that. But um, I have recently at Magic Moon, uh, all my uh, people were asking me to Magic Moon them. <laughs> so I did moon the crowd twice uh, at Magic Moon. Oh, hell yeah. So that definitely got them going. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I don't do that, though. <laughs> So, do you think an opener can indeed go too hard? Um, no. Uh, I guess it's your also definition on hard. Um, mm-hmm. I think like if they're doing their sound and they're just rocking it, you know, they're, they're rocking it. Um, 
that being said, uh, I know like if they're <laughs> trying to like redline or mm-hmm. you know be ladder ladder than they need to be because uh, mm-hmm. a part of the aspect and showmanship of the whole performance um, is kind of yeah to... leading up to that headliner mm-hmm. and or giving them the respect of like full volume mm-hmm. slash also just the omniance of uh, you know kind of that buildup. Um, so uh, yeah, I definitely think. I don't think someone can go too hard. I think uh, whoever's running the event or choosing that lineup could maybe choose like, you know, a little chiller artist mm. if that's the case, you know? Mm. But again, I don't think having someone go like even playing dust up before someone playing a little lighter stuff is like a bad thing. Mm. Um, I just think I, I like vibe switch ups though, I mm. guess. And I know that, you know, we live in a very subjective world and Absolutely. Uh, some people definitely, you know, either want only one type of vibe or or whatnot. But uh, yeah, I don't think anyone can go like truly too hard. No, absolutely. Okay, so thinking back through your career, what's just like a random fun memory that you look back on that pops up? Well, all of it. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I would say. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where to go, like embarrassing or, <laughs> or just, just a lot. But uh, I guess I would say uh, my memory, uh, <laughs> uh, I was trying to impress a girl when I was like in third grade mm-hmm. and we were on the swings. And uh, I don't know if you know or remember what cherry bombs were. Yeah. And you like go up high and then slam your butt on, on the swing set. It makes the whole swing set shake mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, we were doing that and she was uh, digging, you know, what I was doing. And I remember being like, I'm going to go super hard on this last one. And I go up and do it. And I totally missed the, oh, the, the seat no. and fall. And I was going so for previously, I didn't realize, mm-hmm. but my fingers were caught in the chain, like, you know, in, in the chain. Oh, so no. when I fell off, it like twisted my finger. I remember my, my finger is still like slightly bent mm-hmm. a little bit today, but. I like walked away. I got the wind knocked out of me. Had my hand hurt. Mm-hmm. She, you know, they kind of laughed, and I walked away. And yeah, that was pride and yeah. hand broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what strengths do you have that make you really good at what you do? Um, I guess, I guess my mindset of just uh, of not. Like, not caring as in um, mm-hmm. not caring what people think. Um, no negative Nancy's going to get you down. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, uh, you know, definitely takes its toll. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I'm still going to do me, I guess. And and I always have known that and have been told that through my mom, again, uh, with her artistic background and everything. You know, mm-hmm. she's always told me, you know, just do what you love. Don't don't care about what other people think. And that being said, I'm, a, I'm still working on, you know, bettering that. But um, I will say... I might struggle with it throughout the day, but when I go to sleep at night or, you know, at the end of it all, like I, I'm doing what I'm doing and mm-hmm. doing what I love and, you know, I'm still making mistakes, but, uh, you live and you learn. Absolutely. So do you have any weaknesses that you are currently working on? Um, uh, just organization and just financially, mm-hmm. you know, I'd love to be on a better yeah. financial s- spot in my life. Rough uh, time to be alive. Yeah. yeah. And, and that too. Uh, but yeah, no, just that. And again, um, I can always be better at everything, but, uh, uh relationships with friends mm-hmm. and just, you know, family members, I'd love to mm-hmm. work on that. I'm, I'm super bad on it just cause I'm so uh taken up by just everything and anything mm-hmm. uh that's going around around me that i forget to you know keep those connections and mm-hmm. relationships strong so do you have a celebrity crush <laughs> uh besides besides little temp i would say uh <laughs> i don't know i like used to definitely um not really, to be honest. No Scarlett Johansson, no Selena Gomez. I guess, like, because I'm 28 now, yeah. so, uh, I, like, I don't know, physical appearances. There's just, there's so many hot or beautiful women. Who do you think, like, women. the inside, who, what celebrity do you think you would, like, vibe with the best? 
it's weird when I say like Aubrey, the girl from uh, Re- uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, Aubrey. Oh, yeah. I like her. Name, she's got the like goth yeah. fucking. Yeah, I like her. And her, all her interviews too. She's mm-hmm. just like super like awkward and weird. And mm-hmm. I think I would joke around with her a lot. <laughs> what are three things on your bucket list that you absolutely would like to accomplish? Um, man. Definitely travel uh, outside of the country. That's mm-hmm. one. Um, <coughs> make a good impact on uh, mm-hmm. the KC scene in general. <coughs> They've done a lot. And, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with my music career, but mm-hmm. <coughs> I'd love to at least be a part of... Uh, all of the process and just build up to whatever's next for the scene. And mm-hmm. I hope I can <laughs> be enough for that. And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess my next one would be uh, to buy a house, I guess. Yeah. As much as I don't oh, want to do that. Nice um, to I, know that's just, I know that's a part of mm-hmm. life and growing up. So Absolutely. So if you had to delete all but three apps from your phone, what would they be? Um, be honest, uh, like for benefiting me, it'd be Facebook and Instagram. Um, yeah, I think it'd be Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, just YouTube, maybe Maybe, not, maybe Spotify. I was going to say YouTube just just because of, uh, you got so much, you can do music music videos. I was going to say, uh but I know what you mean just because Mm -hmm. it does have the freaking, um, TikToks and all that now all part of it and all that. But yeah, just social medias. Um, Mm -hmm. obviously if I ever did do that realistically, Mm -hmm. I would have a team and or a person running my media. Mm -hmm. Um, but that would be great. Yeah. I'd love to just not. See all that stuff. I I know I, I scroll and stuff, but like, it's such a waste and it's such mm-hmm. a distraction distraction from life and Absolutely. all that. So, have you ever used a dating app before? If you don't, if that's not too personal a question, <laughs> uh, do you mean like, like Tinder, okay, yeah. Bumble? Uh, what I've makes used... you What makes you automatically swipe left on someone? <laughs> what some on some on something profile? What didn't instantly would make you say no? I was gonna say so. I've only Not had I've only used Tinder literally for like mm-hmm. a week. I think. I, so, I, but I, you understand you understand, I understand the concept. The, the concept. Yeah. I, was, I was gonna say I, I I'm just an impatient person. So mm-hmm. like yeah, I just don't like that shit. But um, no, I would say uh, what makes me swipe left, I guess, would be. Ah, yeah, this sounds so wrong, but like, I guess facial structure. <laughs> uh, like, oh, you're not like beautiful, I don't know damn. what to say. Yeah, I, don't I know was thinking to... something like just like a, you can tell total bitch or something like that. Well, that. okay, well, no, but that, that 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 entails though facial structure. <laughs> you know, if they have a bitch you can face. Tell, yeah, RBF. She's got yeah. RBF real bad. Um. <laughs> I, I there's no like i don't think there's any right answer to that but that know. and then um i don't know the profiles were always interesting to me because mm-hmm. obviously you can lie so yeah. it's just like but i never really thing. read some into people won't they'll be like bitchy as hell on their profile and they'll be bitchy and proud yeah uh, so if you could be remembered <laughs> for anything what would you want to want it to be uh, definitely mooning the crowd at Magic Moon. No, 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 no. Um, I would. Uh, I don't think that's come come yet. I guess in my life. I guess for mm-hmm. what you're asking, I hope something bigger. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I guess just yeah, my part in just the KC community. Um, and I and I just say that just because this is my hometown, and uh, again, I this is where I uh got the most confidence, and mm-hmm. um, I'd love to just give that back. So I hope. I hope uh, that is reflected on my efforts and everything I do music-wise here. Um, and again, wherever my music career goes and however much I can actually help, you know, I hope that was just that be put on. Yeah. So we're about running out of time here. So why don't you tell us about what you have coming up? Do you have any music dropping? Do you have, what shows do you have coming up? Is there anybody you want to give shouts out to? Um. 
Well, shout out you guys for having me first off. And, Hell yeah. And always uh, Dylan and Low Temp. Uh, they always are helping me out and giving me good opportunities to do. And uh, I am playing Dance Fest this weekend um, on Sunday. Uh, and I'll be playing the or opening up for Super, Super Future in Wichita for Tribal Roots on yeah. October 15th. And then we just actually dropped uh, another date for uh, Ngara, and that is December 3rd, I believe. Yes, yes. So, yep, and uh, I'll be dropping a couple uh, mixes. I think I'm actually uh, doing uh, um, a mix for the Chaos, uh, Mm -hmm. all of them, and using all their music and making a little, you know, like, local original mix. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of excited for that. that. Yep. Well, I would like to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. It's been an absolute honor to have you on. Uh, the listeners, I'd like to thank you again. Our numbers have actually been super great these last couple of weeks. So thank you for listening. And remember, like, shares, reviews is absolutely appreciated. You guys stay safe, drink water, or you might die. Have a great weekend. Thank you.